Now, speaking of India, Nguyen, I've got to ask you something. Yes. Big, big game tonight. Incredible. I'm so excited for it. I don't know if I can keep staying up until 4am every morning. I don't know how you but, do it. You must be, <laughs> I don't know you must I do. be chugging those Red Bulls like, no, tomorrow. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I should have it on, a, on an IV drip at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome to, guess what? What is it? Episode 10! Episode 10 of In The Salmon. (laughs) Uh, It is I, uh, Hasith, and alongside me I have my good dear friend, Nuan. How are you, Nuan? Are you excited? Episode 10. Yeah, 10 episodes. Who would have thought? 10 episodes in. So it's, uh, I'm I'm glad we've kept this up. Um, You know, I thought like with some other podcasts it might drift away, but... No, I um, never, I'm, never. It's there's always <laughs> there's always too much cricket to discuss. So, uh, so I'm glad to make it this ten episode milestone, and hopefully uh, we continue. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely had an absolute blast with you thus far, no one. Just want to let you let you know that on air. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but no, it's, um, it's good. It's good chats. I, I really enjoy it because like we both have differing opinions, and yet you know, <laughs> the the episode still runs, and we. We talk about all kinds of things, so um, exactly. Yeah, I'm, gla- I'm glad to be here. Always on the cusp of like ripping each other's throats out, but we make it happen. We make it <laughs> yeah. work. We sound like a we sound like a broken fa- ha- like family, dude. Like <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> oh, oh man! Dear. All right, let's uh, enough enough cackles. Let's get into it. Um, yes. Cricket. That's what we that's yes. what we're here for. Yeah. There's actually a lot to talk about this week. I'm excited. Um, I feel sorry for you almost, Nuan, because a couple of episodes that you had to run, you didn't have as much content as we do today, but there's know, been right? a lot happening. I feel like the, I feel like the cricket world obeys you and, and not me. It's kind of like, oh, is that Nuan? <laughs> is it Nuan's turn? Oh, I better not oh, have let's any Let's make matches. sure nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's going to just Let's make it the driest week of cricket yeah. ever, just for Nuan. <laughs> oh, let's the um, smack. But yeah, keep going. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so yeah, look, there's uh, there's a few games I do want to touch on. First of yeah. which, you're uh, I feel like you're almost uh, almost very very heavily affiliated with this country, um, Zimbabwe. Oh. They've actually come up against Australia recently. Oh yes, um, and they've they've won in a very very big way. I can be completely honest and tell you that I did not see this happening at all. Um, oh, just I. yeah, just yeah. I mean, I mean, you love Zimbabwe cricket. You want to talk about them? I'm sure. <laughs> Let's well, just have a look. I'm just going to run through the scorecard very quickly, and I would yes. love to hear your thoughts, Nuan. Yeah. Um, so, it's an interesting scorecard because yeah. a lot of the times when you see a player score 94, mm. you, you tend to see a, quite a decent uh, total, right? Well, yes. Um, I mean. David, so, yeah, look, David Warner hit 94 of 96, and mm. then uh, Glenn Maxwell came in, hit 19. Now, this is, the, this is where things get really strange. The next high <laughs> score was actually five by Aaron Finch, yeah. and then there was... A four, a couple of threes, uh, twos, one, and twos and ones. There wasn't really anything else. Um, yeah. Very, very odd. New one. What do you think is the reason for this? Like, I don't even know how to how to explain this. I, I need to ask you. What do you? What, where did they go wrong? What happened? Well, I mean, you forgot. You forgot the third. You forgot the third highest scorer for Zim, uh, for Australia. And that was extras. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was nine of them. Uh, but I think what went wrong for Australia, a number of things is, uh, well, firstly, um, Australia's ongoing weakness against facing quality spin bowling uh, was exposed once again. This has been around since 2017, 2017 uh, 2018, 
Um, it's often mm-hmm. been a problem that's been like masked a little bit because you know Australia would like win or whatever, and then you know their weaknesses against spin bowling it was not often exposed. Right, we saw this against Sri Lanka. They often you know they really really struggled against spin in Sri Lanka on a turning mm-hmm. track, and uh, in this game, uh, you know Zimbabwe's Ryan Burl got five wickets, uh, five wickets in three overs, mind you. He literally just blitzed through them. You did. And, you know, I think it was a combination of Australia not being good enough to play the spin bowling, but also they kind of switched off as well. Um, you could kind of tell in the way they were batting. Some of the shot selection was disgusting. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Smith, uh, you know, walking across his stumps um, and then getting out LBW. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of catches in the air. I feel like, you know, when Australia really struggles against quality spin, they, they employ a, a hit-out or get-out mentality. And um, if you look mm-hmm. at some of the innings that were played, you know, Mitchell, uh, Alex Carey, four runs of nine balls. Ma- Marcus Stoinis, uh, three runs of 15 balls. Cameron Green, three of 11 balls. Can you see how they're being strangled by the Zimbabwe bowlers? Yeah. And that, you know, and that made them try to find a way to get out and uh, try to, you know, break the shackles, uh, so, so to speak. And uh, they end up, uh, you know, doing silly things and, and, and getting out. But I think also credit goes to Ryan Burl. Um, I watched the mm-hmm. highlights of that game, and he was pulling some really nice leggies. I wouldn't say it's a big turn of the ball, but he just got that mm. nice loop, drew the batsman forward. There was a ball he bowled to Mitchell Stark. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a full toss, but he like dips at the last minute, <laughs> and Mitchell Mitchell Stark played this really weird shot. It was like a it was like an on drive and a leg glance at the same at the same time. It was like a weird uh. sort of swipe across the line, and got yep. castled, and so. I feel like Australia just, yeah, they just, they literally just uh, switched off, really. And they, uh, you know, I mean, fair enough, because they'd won the first and second ODIs quite convincingly. No, 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 I'm going to cut you off there, Nuan. No, fair enough. No, fair enough. Okay. You do not lose matches on purpose. I don't care if you've won the series. Yeah. You know, you lost. That's it. And that, yeah. this is, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something right now. And I, mm. and I just, I have, I have an opinion about this as well. Like, because I know we, yeah. we spoke about this off air. Yeah, how, yeah, like, yeah teams actually end up winning like the last game of the series to save the whitewash and stuff yeah and it's like yeah. you know like is that is that because they played better or is that because the team sort of like let off have a look at this lineup this is this is probably the best odi team that australia can produce at this point in time right i don't know who's okay. being kept out right mm. Mm. it's a very good team this is the team that they'll, they'll, they would take to the world cup if there wasn't world cup coming yeah. up right yep agreed. there's absolutely no agreed. excuses here and you know, especially someone like Ryan Burl. I mean, you made mm. mention that, uh, you know, Australia struggled with world-class bowlers. I don't even, I haven't heard much of Ryan Burl. I'm not sure if we can class him as a world-class bowler, but he's certainly very good. It's, you know, to take five for 10 off three overs is incredible, but I, I just don't get it because it's really disappointing, especially if, when you see a player like David Warner hit 94 off 96. Yeah. Mm. It's clearly like, there's, there's a clear disconnect here. Is it like... You know, like there's plenty of senior players around. Aaron Finch, Steve Smith, Maxwell. Mm. Um, I would I would class Alex Carey as a senior player. He's, he's captain before. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Oh, this is ridiculous. I it's it's disappointing, <laughs> and it is because I mean it's disappointing from an Australian stand, uh, standpoint. Absolutely yeah. incredible from Zimbabwe. Yeah. Really, really good work there. Um, we were having a look at the highlights, as you said. Some of these batsmen are actually playing absolutely delightful cricket shots mm. it's really good to see they're, they're taking on the quicks you know Mitchell Stark is getting hoiked around Josh, yeah. Josh Hazelwood's been taken to the cleaners as well a few times oh yeah it's really really good uh, brand of cricket that Zimbabwe are, yeah. are playing but 
are you happy with the result as a whole, holistically, seeing as though you love Zimbabwe? I know you love Australia too, so I'm not sure you can. Well, I mean, it's not, I mean, I like, I like, this, I like Zimbabwe for how they've improved over the past couple of years, right? They were, they yeah. were, they were like outcasts of the cricket world for a long time because uh, of their yeah. own political issues in their country. But to see them come back like this and beat a full strength Australia team. Uh, you know, ahead mm-hmm. of the World Cup, it's good for them. It's good for their confidence, and you say it's good for them. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, <laughs> good for you, Zimbabwe. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> no, I mean they they deserve this victory. It's not that. I mean, yes, I I know I said Australia switched off, but like, uh, nobody wants to win it. Uh, nobody wants to lose. But like at the same time, you know, Zimbabwe really. Uh, the game was kind of meandering along. I was looking at the I was looking at the game, and there was a point where Australia could have taken the game back in their favor. They were about six for one hundred and twenty nine at that point. And, right, and then yeah, Ryan Bell just comes in, just bowls these beautiful leg spinners, and just literally castles like all the Aussie bowlers. And look, let, let's be mm. real. Okay, in the end, Zimbabwe actually won that game by three wickets. So I'm not going to say they, you know, they absolutely rolled Australia. We we're focusing on Australia's batting effort, but Zimbabwe had a bit of a scare as well. I mean, they lost six wickets um, in the process, uh, seven wickets in the process of chasing down 142. So mm-hmm. I guess your point stands about Australia still wanting to try and win every game. Because it's not like they won by eight wickets or like two wickets. Uh, so it's not like they won by like, you know, eight wickets in hand or like having, you know, like nine wickets in hand. Um, you know, Australia really gave it to them. And that was thanks to Josh Hazelwood. He took three for 30 off his 10, 10 overs. Always, mm-hmm. always economical, always accurate, always difficult to put away. But ultimately, you know, yeah, Zimbabwe are the victors. And it's, it's good to see them come up like this. I've been watching Zimbabwe career for a little while now. And mm-hmm. they are slowly, you know, they're slowly trying to find a way. They're trying to find their place back in the cricket world. Um, they recently yep. had, you know, a three-match ODI, three ODI series against India in their country, in Zimbabwe. And again, they lost the first two matches pretty badly. But in the last mm. game, in the third ODI, they really gave India a bit of a scare. India scored 290, uh, 289, and Zimbabwe only lost that game by 13 runs. And that was on the back of, and that was because of Sikandar Raza, and you know, to a lesser extent, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, I know you're a big fan of him. Um, and to a lesser extent, Sean Williams as well, who scored 45 for 46. So, what this tells mm. me is that like Zimbabwe are showing the Zimbabwe have the capacity to fight. Zimbabwe have the capacity to compete, but of course, to win takes like a different mental kind of switch. And they're getting there. They're, they're a team mm. that's getting there. They're not like consistently performing badly. And the really cool thing about Australian fans that a lot of a lot of Australian fans remember the old Zimbabwe, uh, like a lot of Gen Xers or a lot of Gen X millennial Aussie cricket fans, they, they remember that Zimbabwe was once a really, really good team. They used to come here and yeah. play, te- they used to come here and play test matches, right? Yeah. They used yeah. to play test matches in Australia. That's how highly, the, highly regarded they were. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think, I think everyone in the cricket world has a soft spot for Zimbabwe. I think it's always yeah. been there. Everyone just has this like soft thing for Zimbabwe. Like, oh, remember those guys? It's always a remember when Zimbabwe a good type type kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. So look, you know, good good on them. I hope Zimbabwe have more success because I think a competitive Zimbabwe. If all the lower, like if all the lesser ranked countries are competitive, it makes cricket such an attractive game. So I think it does. This, yeah. this victory yeah. is good for Zimbabwe as a whole. That's that's my take on it. Yeah. No, I agree. I definitely. Agree. I think that's very well put, Noah. We love to see it. Zimbabwe are a. They've been in the dark in the cricketing world for a, quite yeah. a few years now, but it's oh, really yeah. good to see, you know, a resurgence here. Um, I'll tell you, especially when you got. Mm-hmm. Go so, on. so just the one quite. Sorry to cut you off there, but one final thing I also say is that this Zimbabwe team is not their best team either, right? This is what Kerry O'Keefe said in the commentary. This is more like a. This is more like a Zimbabwe A team, and yet they built a full. They, yet they defeated a full strength Australia team. 
So yeah. you can imagine you the confidence will be will be sky high. But that's what I want to sort of say about Zimbabwe. Yeah. Team, team on no. the rise, and hopefully there's more success for them uh, in the future. Correct. We always love seeing uh, lower nations come to Australia and give them give these boys a a real good yeah. contest. Um, oh, yeah. It's good good for cricket as a whole, and yeah. we wish uh, wish Zimbabwe the best in the future for sure. Mm. Wonderful. So what we'll do, we're going to, uh, this, this is what I want to talk about. No, I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm getting warmed up here, right? I'm getting, I'm getting antsy. I want to talk about the Asia Cup. Just, oh yeah, Asia Cup. But just before we touch on that, I want to also give a brief mention to uh, mm-hmm. our superstar, the uh, one and only Mitchell Stark, uh, Australian Ooh, fast yes. bowler Mitchell Stark. Just before we get into Asia Cup, I know you're, you're itching to get onto Asia Cup. I'm itchy, you've been, dude. I'm you've, itchy. <laughs> you've been all about the Asia Cup, but... Mitchell Stark uh, recently became the fastest uh, man to reach 200 ODI wickets mm. in, in, yeah, 200 ODI wickets. And uh, he did it in just 102 matches. So um, very, very special bowler. He's, uh, he's a bowler that's, uh, you know, opinions are always divided about Mitchell Stark. But one thing, one good thing I'll say about Mitchell Stark is that when it comes to one-day matches for Australia, he's... Uh, most often than not, he's always been he's always been a key, like an X factor. That mm-hmm. record was previously held by Suckley and Mushtaq, 104 matches, but Stark just blitzed mm. it, and uh, he's done it in 102. And uh, good on him. I mean, his numbers are still really, really good. Like you know, I still think he averages like under 30 in ODIs, and he's always been a key part of Australia's World Cup plans. So, well done, Mitchell Stark. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, we'll see him come back to form. In this World Cup as well. Yeah, hopefully it takes a bit of confidence away from that record, and and yeah, love to see him. I think uh, 2015 is probably probably an era where he was just an absolute weapon, and no one could really face oh, yeah. him. So he's still oh, yeah. he's still got a couple of good years in left in him, I think. Oh, easily, easily, yeah, easily. All right, let's fly over to Asia now, shall we, Nuan? Are you ready? <laughs> Pack your bags. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I've got my flight tickets. Woo! All good. That's it. Um, okay, so since last week, there have been actually a few games that have been played. What I'm going to yes. do is talk about my my favorite team, Sri Lanka. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> no, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, well, you obviously don't follow me on Instagram, Nuan. I'm posting all night, <laughs> 2, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I thought you were a fan of the Papua New Guinea team. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sri Lanka are actually so, so so electric as of late, and I'm super excited to see mm. how these guys are going to actually uh, tee up. I think the last episode we thought they, they were done and dusted after the way that yes. they played against Afghanistan initially, right? Yes. And even more so, I want to talk about this sort of thing. And we love we love a bit of banter off off the ground, but uh, mm. I don't I don't know if I completely agreed with this sort of back and forth that Mr. Dustin Sharnika had to say against the Bangladeshi bowlers. Right, I'm going to hit you with a with a quote that's been circulating. This is from Crick Info themselves. Mm. So Dustin Sharnika, who if you don't know, obviously is the captain of Sri Lanka, um, said this. Right, he said, "We know Fizz, referring to Mr. Fiz, uh, Mustafizur Rama." Yeah is a good bowler. Shakib Al Hassan is a world-class bowler, but apart from them, there is no world-class bowler in the Bangladesh side, right? Yeah. <laughs> to that, Mr. Khalid Mahmood, the Bangladesh team director said, he said, we only have two bowlers in our lineup, referring to Dawson, but I don't mm. see any bowlers in Sri Lanka. At least Bangladesh has world-class bowlers like Musta- Mustafiz and Shakib. They don't yeah. even have that. First of all, Mr. Khalid, you just need to go to the IPL auctions to see who was the most expensive bowler, right? Pretty much. Uh, yeah, right, but what we don't like—I don't really like this kind of like toxic back and forth. I know it was fun when um, it was done between South Africa and England. We talked mm. about that last episode, but I think um, 
coming from Sharnika's point of view, I didn't really like that. But lo and behold, he actually scored a very nice 40-odd yeah. um, of 20 balls against Bangladesh. And we actually won an absolute cracker game. Yeah. It was a really, really, really good one. Um, and then last night, so obviously we were recording on Sunday. Last night, we actually got it up against Afghanistan as well. Yes, that was the one. Which was absolutely beautiful to see. No one, what are, you, what are your thoughts on, um, I guess, sort of Sri Lanka's uprise since the first game against Afghanistan? They've obviously made a few changes. Look, here's what I'll say about Sri Lanka. I know last episode we absolutely, you know, like rammed into them and were like, you know, absolutely disgusting. Sri Lanka deserve, mm-hmm. don't deserve to play like this. They don't blah, blah, blah. Um, we say mm-hmm. that because we know what Sri Lanka is capable of, right? The reason why we criticize Sri Lanka so heavily is because we know that they are like they are they're a much better team than the results they showed in that Afghan Afghanistan game in that first game. Yes, you know they, everyone was stunned, like and that's and the reason why we're stunned is because we know Sri Lanka are much better than that. And I don't know if they've had a brutal team meeting. I don't know if Chris Silverwood has had a had a sit down and they're like, all right, boys, get your act together. This is not happening. <laughs> not on my watch, buddy. Not on my watch. And uh, <laughs> and then next thing you know, we've we've absolutely you know. We've iced this brilliant chase against Bangladesh, winning by two wickets and four balls remaining. Mm-hmm. And that's, that is the Sri Lanka we know. Um, Sri Lankan cricketers have amazing mental strength. They don't give up, you know, when, when they really believe they can win. And, and they can win, you know, games out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, I think it just comes down to mental strength. I think sh- the Sri Lankans are very, like, they're very tough mentally. They, they don't give up, you know, they don't... There might be like 16 to win off six balls or six or like 15 off three balls or whatever the equation. Mm. And yet they will, um, they'll try until the very end. And, and we saw that, you know, I was, I was particularly impressed with the way Kusal Mendes, uh, was batting. Yes. You, you've always been saying that he deserves to open. And I think your, your analysis and your, uh, your thoughts have been vindicated because he's... That's it, that's it. He's absolutely dominating the top order. And I think he should stay there because you're right. He, he, he does look like a completely different batsman um, in the top order. Yeah. And uh, oh, look, you and I have our thoughts about Dasun Sharnaka, but I guess... Uh, <laughs> what do you guess, Nuan? <laughs> once again, he managed to find a way to win the game. <laughs> and, and you're right, they won't drop him. They won't drop him, like you say. They won't drop him, but... Yeah, you know, he, he's there and he's done his job and he's, I guess, as always, um, he's earned another game for Sri Lanka. But he's earned another game. <laughs> he's earned a few games, I reckon, now. But well, just just touching on Dustin Sharnaka, actually, he's, he's now technically the most successful T Twenty captain for Sri Lanka. He's he's won fourteen games now. Yeah, um, wow. he's overtaken the likes of Mahela and Sanga and Chandimal. Well, yeah. I believe they were all won thirteen each. Mm. But yeah, look, I mean, he actually had a trundle yesterday as well. He had a bowl which we hadn't yeah. seen in a little while. Yeah. Which is good to see him actually, you know, earn that uh, all-rounder, I guess, sort of title that he's been mm. classed as for a while. I mean, you got to bowl to be called an all-rounder, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he didn't. No, he didn't bowl against. He didn't bowl against Bangladesh. He bowled against Afghanistan. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday he bowled yesterday. Mm. Um, the most recent game, but I hadn't. We had. He hadn't bowled in a while before that. Yeah. And certainly not his full allocated four overs, but it's good to see. And uh, you know, one thing I did like to see from yesterday as well is he actually introduced Hasaranga in the last over of the power play. Ballsy move that one. Uh, it, it is, but like gutsy. at the end of the day, he, it, it, no, I wouldn't even say it's gutsy to be honest, because mm. he had been he had been trialing with Dikshana. Yeah. And bowling a spinner first up or in the first uh, first opening couple of overs in a T20 is not new. I mean, Maxwell does it periodically and does it quite he well. Does. It's yeah. always good to get a cheap over in. Yes. 
but depending on the match situation, I really did feel that Hasaranga should have bowled in the power play against Bangladesh. Yeah. Uh, lo and behold, he he bowled out the the batsman that was actually teeing off in this mm. first over. Mm. But you know, it's it's one of those situations where, as a captain, you need to be quite fluid in the way that you think. Yeah. You can't just have a game plan, you know, a predetermined game plan going into the game. You need to be able to think on your feet. So I think mm. yesterday, Dawson mm. actually flexed really good captaincy prowess. Yes. Um, you know, and the the total was it was looking like it was going to be quite high, like one eighty plus, especially yeah. um, when Ramanula Gurbaz was mm. teeing off. This man is something special. He's, He's such good. a beautiful batsman to watch oh, yeah. as well. Absolutely. Incredible. And he has a knack of just dealing in sixes, to be honest. Yeah. And it's so funny because his stature is so small in comparison to Mr. Hashatula Zazai, who looks like an Andre the Giant at the other end. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. This little man is just hoiking it yeah. left, right, and center to all parts of the park. Absolutely. Sri Lanka are obviously in. They've won the first game of the Asia Cup. The Super 4. So Sri Lanka has qualified for the Super 4, and they've won the mm-hmm. first game of the Super 4. So... So the Sri Lankan Asia Cup Asia Cup campaign is back on track, we could say. <laughs> <laughs> well on track. Yeah. And it's really good to see because the last two scores that Lanka actually scored were the highest mm. uh, high scores in that ground in T20. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so 180-odd, which is obviously quite high, and then the 170-odd as well. Let me have a look. I think I've got a, a little note here yeah here we go highest run chase in dubai mm. 184 against bangladesh yeah and highest run chase in charge at 176 against oh, Afghanistan last night so yeah. to see how far they've come since the first game incredible um, yeah. they're actually playing india next yes in a couple of days time yeah now speaking of india new one i'm gonna ask you something yes big big game tonight incredible i'm so excited for it i don't know if i can keep staying up until 4 a.m every morning i don't know how you but, do it <laughs> You must be, you know must be chugging those Red Bulls like, no, tomorrow. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I should have it on, a, on an IV drip at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just, I've, I'm just good old Kyra highlights and, you know, YouTube highlights. I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit lazier than you, I'll admit. You're a bit, I, some might say you're a lot smarter than me, no one, because I'm, I'm functioning <laughs> with very little sleep on the regular. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, what, what I want to ask you, no one, right? Yeah. Talking about India here. Mm. Really big game today. Ravindra Radeja is having a massive knee surgery being performed, so he's actually out of the tournament. Yeah, wow. Big loss. Big, big loss because he's actually he's doing quite well in the field, obviously, always. But even with the bat, he was actually he's in pretty good form. Yeah. Now, last game, India beat Pakistan. Yeah. Quite, quite. It was a, it was a good game to watch. Really tough match. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I think Pakistan lost was obviously, first of all, they don't have Shaheen Afridi which is a big, big out. But oh, yeah. other than that, they actually took a lot of time. The, the slow overrate situation was a problem and they weren't yes. actually able to put as many fielders on the, in the out, yeah. outside the 30-yard circle and they were penalised for that, um, yeah. at which point Hardik just rolled up his sleeves and yeah. just, you know, just, just, just hoiked it over covers, I think it was. That was his yeah. favourite go place, yeah. um, place to go. Yeah. But the interesting yeah. point that I want to make is, and this is what I want to ask you, right? So last time india played hong kong <laughs> india mm-hmm. won by 40 runs two for 192 hong kong very very yep. commendable score five for 152 okay yeah now since yeah. then hong kong played pakistan pakistan two for 193 yeah, yeah. hong kong will bowl out for 38 of 10.4 yeah. overs pakistan's biggest yeah. win 155 runs it's almost it's pretty much a total they won by a total against yeah. hong kong which sets up tonight's game what do you think Pakistan need to do? They're obviously doing quite well. What yeah. do you think they need to do different to beat India in the form that India are in? That's a great question. I think what Pakistan need to do differently is that I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you straight up, and I'm gonna say this is not India's best bowling attack. Okay, 
India's bowling mm-hmm. is quite weak. I wouldn't say weak. Uh, weak is very strong. I've probably got a lot of Indian fans being like, "How dare he!" But I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this is not this is not India's A grade bowling attack. I think it's a decent attack. I mean, they've got decent guys in there. They've got Bhuvneshwar Kumar. Uh, they've got this guy called Avesh Khan is really really good. Mm-hmm. He's quite speedy, and they've got the standard guys like you know Yuzvendra Chahal doing most of the spin bowling. I feel like India has you know it's weird. India has gone more pace heavy for this uh, for this world for this Asia Cup compared yeah. to having spinners, which is which is interesting, given that the UAE is a, a lot of slow turners. But what uh, your question was, what does India have? Uh, what does Pakistan have to do differently? Is that right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, what does Pakistan have to do differently? I think they need to. Ensure that they can get India out for like a under like a one seventy, because India's batting, as we know, is 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 world class. In if you let mm-hmm. in, if you if you let India's batsmen have like go all out, they're gonna make they're gonna hit that two hundred plus mark. You know, no questions asked. And and right now, Hardik Pandya is like their biggest trump card. This guy is getting player of the match in everything almost. Hardik and um Surya. Ah, uh, that's the other guy. Yeah, the, the great <laughs> SKY. Surya Kumar, Surya Kumar Yadav is a, a a great find for India. Yes. This guy has dominated IPL. He is a really, like he's a really solid bat. Those two right now seem like the the biggest trump cards for India. So if I was mm-hmm. Pakistan, I would want to try and get India out for like under one seventy, if possible, because their batsmen are good enough to to whack India's bowlers around. That's just how I see it. This guy Ashdeep Singh, even against Hong Kong. Ashdeep Singh was conceding like thirteen, uh, like almost eleven runs and over, right? Eleven, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And India won, but like their bowling has obvious weaknesses. I can see India's bowling has obvious weaknesses, but it's covered mm. up by the fact that their batting is so powerful. That's just what yeah. I can see here. Even against uh, Pakistan, they were chasing a pretty low total, right? Like a one forty, right? Yeah, mm. like one forty something, yeah. Right, and that's that's nothing for them. They can easily ch- anything anything less than one fifty. India is gonna be so confident and chase that down. They should be, yeah. Right, yeah. I would so, say even one sixty with, yeah. with the team with the batsmen. So they they're have. batting, yeah. So their batting is very strong, and so what Pakistan needs to do is ensure that they can get India. They should try and ensure they get India out for less than like a hundred and seventy because their batting will will be able to dominate the Indian bowlers and then and then overcome that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good point. I'm just having a look at the Hong Kong scorecard that that you just mentioned. Yeah. Ashdeep Singh four overs for forty one for forty four, so going at eleven and over for his entire spell. Yeah. And Avesh Khan, what mm. one for fifty three off his four overs. Yeah. So all the other bowlers, all the senior bowlers, actually bowled a lot better than these two new guys. Yeah. They yeah. Actually covered up their yeah their uh, their blemishes quite well. But you think under one fifty? India's India's bowling is the is the obvious weakness to me. Here's my game okay. plan for here's my game plan for Pakistan. Right? Tell me, new one. Tell me mm-hmm. the game. If I was if I was a Pakistan coach, right? They know India's bowlers are weak, and let's say they bat first, right? They need to try yeah. and they need to, they need to aim for at least a one eighty a one eighty plus score, right? Because India's okay. batters will not back down. They're gonna go hard, right? And Virat Kohli is now slowly coming back into form now. Okay. He, um, he is. you know, he made a he made a good thirty five um, in the Pakistan game. He made like I think a fifty um, against Hong Kong. You know, he's it's obvious that uh, yeah, he made fifty nine from forty four. Goodness me, uh, three sixes as well. <laughs> so um, goodness me. <laughs> so Coley, Coley's if it was, back if it was anyone else, you'd be like, oh, it's fine. If it was Surikuma Yadav, you'd be like, oh, just another knock. But because it's Coley, like, oh, goodness me, he's back in form. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Surikuma Yadav. It was operating at a strikeout of two hundred and sixty-one in that. Yeah, where's game the goodness me for that, Nuan? 
Oh, look, I, I expect that from him. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see. No, that, dude, it, it, it's it's crazy because you're right. Like, yeah. you're impressed by Coley, but Surikumar's been doing so much better for a little while. It's just like you almost expected from him at this point, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a deep dive on Coley later. There's a lot I want to unpack about his career. But, but look, yeah. in terms of India-Pakistan, always a big game, always an important game, always a game with a mm-hmm. lot of context and meaning and depth. But if, you know, if we're on Team Pakistan right now... I would try and exploit if when they, if Pakistan bats, they, they need to exploit India's bowlers and literally, like pinpoint. I'd 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 want them to target Ashdeep Singh and Avesh Khan and just take yep. them to the cleaners and then get that one eighty, get that one eighty, and their bowling is good enough to you know blow out. You think that you think their bowlers good enough to defend one eighty? Oh yeah, if they if they can get yep. a one eighty, that they're good enough to defend that. If it's like a 140, 150, that's a bit. Oh, you know. Yeah, one forty is not gonna not gonna do it. Hong Kong Hong Kong hit one fifty against them. So. Right, and we and even the India Pakistan game, we saw that. Right, we saw India yeah. chase down. We saw India chase down one forty eight, one forty seven. Like, like yeah. nothing, right? So Pakistan needs to aim for the one eighty plus. Anything less than one eighty plus, India's gonna get confident and they're gonna they're gonna go hard. I was gonna ask you what. I was going to ask you, who do you think they'd replace uh, Jadu with, Jadeja? Well, I'm not sure if that's been, I don't think that's been named as of yet. It's been, not been addressed. He's a hard man to replace. So. There was a guy that used to play a little while, there was another left arm who used to play for a little while, Aksar Patel is a name that comes to mind. Okay. I mean, I, I haven't... He can s- bat. He can, he can bat, good good left arm spinner as well. I mean, I don't know if he's played yes. enough, but I, I've seen Aksar Patel bowl and, you know, it's pretty handy, gets a lot of turn, but... I don't know if that I don't know if that's who they'll replace him with, but uh, Jadeja mm-hmm. is a big is a big big is a big miss for India. Um, but then yeah. again, they have Hardik Pandya as well, who's another you know key key weapon for them. Yeah. But yeah, look, I think the more we talk about this India Pakistan game, the more I'm getting excited for it. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God forbid you uh, you stay up tonight and watch the game. No, uh, I I don't know where you watch it off there. You've got some random links going on, but uh, yeah, I'd love to watch it. We're almost out of time, Hasith. Uh, any final words um, in regards to the Asia Cup and where you think it's all heading? Yeah. Look, I think this this actual this Asia Cup has turned out to be an absolute blinder. Um, yeah. Super excited to see how it pans out. Yeah. Really excited to see Sri Lanka, but also. As you said, like Pakistan and India, there' a lot of context around this game, but uh, it's actually playing out very. It's playing out like a movie for me. This this tournament, like a so movie. it's playing Gosh. out like a movie. It's a bit of a thriller. It's a bit scary, yeah, a bit wow. of a horror as well. The way that Lanka was playing against Afghanistan, so yeah, a mixture of all the genres, a lot of a bit of action here and there, you know. God damn. But yeah, I'm super excited, Duan. Jurassic Park, or what's going on? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. A bit, of Spiel, a bit of a Steve Smith or Steve Spielberg, man. I don't know. Something, <laughs> something's going on. <laughs> oh, nice one. Nice uh, one. But you're right, new one. We should wrap this one up. Yeah. Episode 10, again. Thank you all for listening and, and you know, supporting us. One quick thing that I do want to mention. We are going to be opting to create an Instagram page in yes. the very near future. So we're going to be opening an avenue for communication with you guys. Love to hear your thoughts. Love yeah. to chat with you guys. Um, any kind of questions you might have, something that we might miss because we're not perfect. Uh, any kind of feedback, always appreciated. So I'm going to endeavor to set that up very, very shortly, as I said. Yeah. But yeah, new one. That's pretty much it from me, buddy. <laughs> we'll chat to you guys next week. Huh? All right. Well, it's bye for now. See you later. See you guys. Bye-bye.